to the brand new episode of the epic ramayana this episode is a continuation episode of balakanda part 3 so let's start our epic sage vishwamitra and ayodhya princess at midhila sage vishwamitra rama lakshmana and others proceeded to midhila the kingdom of janaka king janaka arranged everything to perform yagna thousands of pandits gathered in pandal selecting a place sage vishwamitra rama and lakshmana settled comfortably king janaka came to know the arrival of great vishwamitra and he immediately proceeded to meet him king janaka met vishwamitra and touched his feet he said oh revered vishwamitra today i am really happy you have come here The yagna is coming to an end in 12 days. I have found the fruits of yagna by your gracious presence. I am really honored by your presence. All my desires will be granted since you have come here to bless me. I request you to stay here till the end of yagna. Sage Vishwamitra blessed him and offered a seat by his side. Janaka turned his eyes towards Rama and Lakshmana. Oh saint These two young men seem to be as variant as gods. They walk like big elephants. Their gait is like lion. They are graceful like tigers and bulls. Their eyes are wide and beautiful like the petals of lotus. They look like celestial gods. Have they come from heaven? I am sure they have come here only to make me happy and my family members too. They look like royal princes. How could they follow you and walk with you in the forest? I feel I have honored by their presence. Sage Vishwamitra told him, "Ho oh Janaka, they are Rama and Lakshmana, the illustrious sons of King Dasaratha of Kosala. They helped me in completing my yagna in Siddhashramam. They killed two rakshasas, Maricha and Subahu. They want me to see the great bow of Mahadeva." which you have been guarding and worshiping for generations they are great archers sadananda learned from vishwamitra that rama's entry into gautama's ashramam turned everything normal both husband and wife united again sadananda was so happy that his father and mother united again by the grace of rama's touch sadananda was a great admirer of vishwamitra He related the greatness of Vishwamitra to Rama and Lakshmana. Ho Rama, Vishwamitra known as Kaushika, belonged to lunar race. He ruled his subjects well. He was known all over as good king. Once he went on tour with his army. He visited many holy places and ashrams of great rishis. Wherever he went, He was well received by people and great saints once on his way. He saw the ashram of sage Vasishta. It was well maintained. The trees were full of flowers and fruits. Deers and tamed animals moved together merrily. Siddhas, Gandharvas and Kinneras moved freely in the ashram. He could hear the music of various birds. There was peace and tranquility in the ashram. He saw some rishis doing tapas. Some were in deep meditation. He thought it was second Brahmaloka. 
கௌஷிகா என்டர்ட் தி ஆசிரமம் சேஜ் வசிஸ்டா வெல்கம் த கிங் வித் ஆல் ராயல் ஆனர்ஸ் ஹி ஆஃபர் ஹிம் ஃப்ரூட்ஸ் அண்ட் வாட்டர் தே போத் டிஸ்கஸ்ட் அபவுட் ஜென்ரல் திங்ஸ் அண்ட் வெல்ஃபேர் ஆஃப் தி பீப்புள் கௌஷிகா வாண்டட் டு டேக் லீவ் ஆஃப் சேஜ் வசிஸ்டா வசிஸ்டா ரிக்வஸ்டட் ஹிம் டு ஸ்டே பேக் அண்ட் ஆக்செப்ட் ஹிஸ் ஹம்பிள் ஆஃபரிங் ஆஃப் ஃபீஸ்ட் ஆஃப்டர் லாங் பர்சியேஷன் கௌஷிகா ஆக்செப்டட் டு ஸ்டே பேக் சேஜ் வசிஸ்டா கால் ஹிஸ் கவு ஷபலா and asked her to arrange feast for king kaushika and his army shabala was kamadhenu a divine cow she rose from the milky ocean when devas and asuras churned the milky ocean for amruta shabala arranged shabala arranged grand feast to kaushika and his soldiers everyone was happy about it Kaushika requested Vashishta to give Shabala to him. Vashishta told Kaushika that Shabala was his sister and she was part of his body and life. He could not give her to him. Kaushika got angry and ordered his soldiers to take the cow by force. They took away the cow from Ashramam. Shabala thought, "Why Vashishta is helpless and keeping quiet? He has lost interest in me." He is not making any attempt to liberate me from this wicked soldiers. She is killed fully liberated from the soldiers and come back to Vasista. Shabala asked Vasista why he was helpless. He said, "Oh Shabala, you are my sister. How can I live without you? Kaushika is king and he is having a big army. I am alone. How can I fight with him? I am powerless before Kaushika's big army." Shabala told him, "Oh, you are forgetting your Brahma power. King's power or any astra power cannot stand before it. Please use it. From my body I create army and that army will drive away Kaushika's army. Now you observe it." Saying these words, she released thousands of soldiers from her body. They defeated and drove Kaushika's army. Kaushika entered his palace crestfallen. He asked his 100 sons to go and destroy Vasista's ashram and bring back the cow. These 100 sons were defeated and driven out. Kaushika gave up his kingship and went into the forest to do tapas. He did tapas for many years. Lord Mahadeva appeared before him and asked him what he wanted. Kaushika requested him to give powerful astras to fight against his enemies. Lord Mahadeva granted him what all he wanted. Thus, securing powerful astras, Kaushika attacked Vasista. Vasista with his Brahmadanda destroyed all the powers of astras used against him. Kaushika finally came to know that Brahma power was powerful and greater than astras like Vasista. He decided to become Brahmarishi. Kaushika was disturbed many times. Trishanku Kaushika went into the forest and spent 1000 years in deep meditation Lord Brahma appeared before him and declared him as Rajarishi all devas and rishis recognized him as Rajarishi again he went into deep meditation this time Ikshvaku king Trishanku spoiled his chances the king had a desire to go to heaven directly He approached his royal guru Vasishta to perform yagna for the same purpose. The sage refused to do it. Then the king approached 100 sons of Vasishta. 
they also refused to do then he approached kaushika he accepted to do it he performed yagna and sent trishanku to heaven the devas never allowed him and then they threw his down kaushika got angry and tried to create another heaven the gods with folded lands stood before him and requested him not to work against god's creation on their request he did not create another heaven but allowed trishanku to remain as one of the stars in the sky this was the first break in his tapas to achieve the recognition as brahmarishi ambarisha ambarisha was the king of ayodhya he was performing ashwamedha yaga indra stole the horse from yagnasala the yaga pandits advised the king to offer human sacrifice the king met sage ruchika and told him everything he offered 1 lakh cows besides gold ruchika told him that she could not part with her last son the father supported the eldest son the mother supported the last son the middle son by name sunna sepa come forward to offer himself as human sacrifice the king paid the parents what he had promised and took sunna sepa along with him they spent the night in kaushika's ashramam sunna sepa fell at the feet of kaushika and requested him to save his life kaushika promised him he advised him to utter a mantra at the time of sacrifice he revealed that mantra in his ears at the time of sacrifice sunna sepa uttered the mantra both indra and agni were pleased with his prayer and saved his life this was the second break in his tapas to achieve recognition as brahmarishi kaushika as usual was going to river to take bath he saw menaka taking bath in the same river suddenly he found change in his mind and body he looked at menaka and asked her to give him company in his ashramam they lived together for 10 years after 10 years he realized his mistake he felt sorry for keeping company with menaka forgetting his aim of achieving the recognition of brahmarishi he asked menaka to leave him at once this was the third break rambha kaushika now conquered all his senses destroyed his ego gave up food just lived on breathing he began doing tapas standing on one leg for many years devas wanted to disturb him by sending rambha kaushika knew it and sent her back his tapas brought many changes in the nature devas and others were frightened they approached lord brahma and requested him to grant his wish lord brahma appeared before him and addressed him as brahmarishi vishwamitra sage vasishta was also there and he recognized him as brahmarishi from now on kaushika would be called vishwamitra the friend of the world sage vishwamitra felt happy thus sadananda the great admirer of vishwamitra concluded the life story of great rishi vishwamitra both rama and lakshmana felt happy to know the glorious history of their guru king janaka narrated the sacredness of mahadeva's bow daksha prajapati performed a great yagna he invited all devas and great rishis except his daughter sati devi and son in law lord mahadeva he offered havis to all devas but not to lord mahadeva
He insulted his daughter Sati Devi before devas and great rishis. She could not bear the insult. She entered yagna fire and gave up her life. Everyone was taken aback. Lord Mahadeva got angry. He took the bow and walked into yagna sala. The devas never came to the rescue of Sati Devi. Mahadeva looked at them and said, "Since you kept quiet, allowing the insult and injustice to be done to me regarding havis i cannot leave you i will separate your heads from your bodies with this bow they all fell at his feet and begged him to excuse them he excused them and handed over the bow to devarada who belonged to my family that is the sacredness of lord mahadeva's bow king janaka was childless He was ploughing the land to perform yagna to beget children while ploughing the land. He saw a beautiful child in the furrow and took the child home. He named her Sita. To him she was goddess Lakshmi, a great pativrata. He decided to give her in marriage to a great hero who could bend and string Lord Mahadeva's bow. Many kings came and tried to bend it, but they failed in their attempt. King Janaka addressed Vishwamitra Oh great rishi you said these royal princes are good archers let them try with mahadeva's bow the king ordered his men to bring the great bow to the main hall 5000 men dragged the bow and brought it to the main hall the great bow was worshiped with flowers and incense every day by royal princesses with the permission of his guru sage vishwamitra rama took the bow in his hands holding it with his left hand he bent it with his right hand to string it he broke the bow into two halves king janaka said ho oh, sage i cannot believe it this rama is the greatest among men my daughter sita is fortunate to be the wife of rama these royal princes are under your control please give me permission to inform the great success of rama to his father king dasaratha i want to celebrate the marriage of sita and rama as early as possible taking permission from vishwamitra king janaka sent his royal messengers to convey the happiness to king dasaratha of kosala the messengers of mithila took 3 days and 3 nights to reach ayodhya the capital of kosala they addressed the king like this ho king Janaka the king of Mithila sends his regards to you he wants to know the welfare of your people and your kingdom he wants us to convey the message to you i have a daughter by name sita i have announced to the world that she would be given in marriage to a great hero who could bend and string lord mahadeva's bow your illustrious and great son rama lifted the bow bent it and string it he broke it into two halves many kings tried and failed in their attempts your son won the hand of my daughter i want to celebrate the marriage of sita and rama as early as possible please attend the marriage with all your people to bless the couple I am sending the information and invitation on the approval of the great rishi Vishwamitra. King Dasaratha was spellbound. He was so happy about the news. The news soon entered Antapura. 
the three queens and others were happy dasharatha looked towards vasishta vamadeva and others and sought their approval they were so happy about the news they expressed their desire to attend the marriage all arrangements were made for the marriage king dasharatha and his three queens vasishta vamadeva ministers and others in their respective carriages moved towards mithila it seemed entire ayodhya was moving towards mithila after receiving the news of king dasharatha coming to mithila king janaka made all arrangements for their stay in the capital in the big royal hall the marriage function was arranged the people from ayodhya sat in their respective places in the same way the people of mithila sat in their respective places king dasharatha his three queens and sons entered the marriage hall from one side vashishta traced the royal line of ikshvakus and asked king janaka to give his daughter sita in marriage to rama the great son of dasharatha of ikshvaku family sadananda traced the royal line of janaka and asked king dasharatha to allow his son rama to marry sita the daughter of janaka king janaka his wife and sita slowly walked towards rama janaka placed the hand of sita in the hands of rama and poured the sacred water chanting the sacred mantras of vedic marriage janaka said o rama this dear daughter of mine sita will be from now onwards your life partner she will walk in the path of dharma with you accept her and take her hand in yours may you both be blessed by everyone assembled here and the gods above sita is not an ordinary woman she is great pativrata she will be like shadow to you please accept her as your wife thus janaka placed sita in the hands of rama in the same way sita's sister urmila was given in marriage to lakshmana king janaka's brother kushadwaja was the king of shankaya kingdom he had two daughters namely mandavi sutakruti mandavi was given in marriage to bharata sutakruti was given in marriage to sitrugna everyone on both sides were happy the excitement of wedding was over the night went off peacefully the next day after the marriage sage vishwamitra blessed all blessed all the four couple He took leave of everybody and went back to his ashram in Himalayas. Back to Ayodhya. King Dasharatha and his party with newly married couples took leave of King Janaka and his brother Kushadwaja and went back to Ayodhya. On the way, King Dasharatha observed ill omens. The birds were making strange noises and they moved as they liked without an order. The animals also behaved in the same way. King Dasharatha was upset and he asked royal guru Sage Vashishta the reason for all these ill omens Sage Vashishta told him something fearful is going to happen the flying of birds indicate this danger but the animals are making pradakshinam it indicates no danger anyhow we shall watch and see as they were talking a sudden gale blew over them The sun was covered with dark cloud and suddenly there prevailed darkness a person wearing a garb of ascetic appeared before them holding an axe 
there was parasurama the son of jamadagni jamadagni was the son of satyavati the sister of sage vishwamitra akshatriya king kartaviryarjuna killed sage jamadagni lord narayana took the avatara of parasurama killed all the kshatriyas and offered tarpanam to his father he heard that rama broke lord mahadeva's bow he wanted to test him he met him on the way and said oh rama i know your strength you broke the bow of lord mahadeva now i have bow of lord narayana which was given to my father jamadagni you take the bow of narayana and break it then i will recognize you as a great archer in case you fail we shall fight with each other take this bow from me while rama and parasurama were in deep conversation king dasaratha lost hopes and he was in days rama took the bow from the hands of parasurama parasurama felt that his power and strength ebbing away from his body then he recognized rama as lord narayana he made salutations to him and went back to mahendra parvat rama woke his father dasaratha up he was so happy that nothing happened between rama and parasurama so king dasaratha and his marriage party reached ayodhya everyone was happy in the capital rama was the ideal son of king dasaratha and kausalya sita and rama were devoted couple sita was ideal wife of rama she was devoted to rama rama was devoted to her each dwelt in the heart of others they were like lakshmi and narayana they lived happily in ayodhya ayodhya was happy with them this concludes the balakanda of epic ramayana let's meet in ayodhya kanda in the next episode hope you liked learning about lord rama's childhood and stay tuned for the next part of the epic ramayana thank you for listening